0: Presented by Gridiron Logs. I'm your the hosts, Vivian and Milton. Oh well, man, I'm still not happy. I'm, I'm like the Darnell Mooney of fantasy, you know, overhyped, severely underachieving. All my waiver wires, you know, were snatched. Making last Wednesday, yesterday, a black, sad one. And also in five places, up to last. No, yeah in our power rankings uh, so um, Sebastian Souza, what's going on there man I guess yeah uh, yeah you're showing us that maybe banking too much on auto draft it's well, not a good idea so you're dead last on the other side of things I was seeing Jessica tanus numero uno still we got rookie Ranki, Reinke, Reinke? <laughs> and super hyper vet Bloomberg right behind her so Vivian do you agree, like, you know, I've been pronosticating that the future is female, it's wide receivers, and soon maybe
1: artificial intelligence? Well, I don't know about that artificial intelligence piece. Didn't you just gripe about Sousa and his autograph autograph <laughs> team?
0: But, wide receivers, they're booming, they're blooming, you women are blooming, so I don't know, there's a thing going on here. So... Let's get it on
1: all right um some news and injury updates um these are updates coming off of our episode on tuesday a lot of the thursday injury reports haven't kind of trickled in yet, but this is what we've got so far based on yesterday, so it looks like the commander's running back, Brian Robinson took the field for the first time yesterday since he was shot in the leg, so wow. looks like recovery is going well for him, and he's trending in the right direction. Um, Bill's offensive line, now we talked about linemen, um, we talked about Mike Evans being suspended for one game for this week. Um, he did not win his appeal, so he will be out for uh, Sunday's game. But looks like Bill's offensive lineman, Bobby Hart, was also suspended for one game after he apparently accidentally punched a Titans coach on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't show that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he threw a, he tried to throw a punch at a Titans player and ended up hitting a coach on the Tennessee team <laughs> by accident. So he is also suspended for this week's game. Kind yeah. of funny.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like, speaking of the Bucks, the Bucks are placing running back Gio Bernard um, as well as offensive tackle Josh Wells. Both on the injury reserve, Bernard with an ankle injury, Josh Wells with a calf injury. The, both of them will be out for at least next four weeks. Um, the Bucks have officially signed wide receiver Cole Beasley and former Niners offensive tackle Justin Skule to their practice squad um not really looking good out there for tampa bay we'll talk about that in the matchup section in a bit here but like i said mike evans did not win his appeal he's officially out on sunday against the packers chris godwin did not practice yesterday he's been working that hamstring injury and yesterday was not a scheduled day off for him like it was for julio who also did not practice um Tom Brady actually did end up practicing yesterday, which was his scheduled day off. Um, Seems like he just needed to get out of the house Mm -hmm. and also because their team kind of sucks. Wow.
0: Um,
1: Moving into the Colts, it looks like Michael Pittman did practice yesterday. Um, They're still monitoring how he handles the workload ahead of Sunday, so keep an eye out on that. Um, Bill's... Gabe Davis limited at practice yesterday tight end Dawson Knox did not practice yesterday 11 people on the Bills injury report which is absolutely wild James Connor practiced yesterday he looks to be trending well for Sunday so something that you want to monitor over the next couple of days Alvin Kamara also took limited pra- reps at practice yesterday so trending well for Sunday's game as well. It looks like the Cowboys, um, they kind of tipped their hand that Michael Gallup will be able to play on Monday night because they waived uh, Dennis Houston on Tuesday. McCarthy says that Gallup will get a full slate of reps during this week's practice, so expect Gallup to be back on Monday night, barring a setback.
0: Okay, that does it for breaking news.
1: No, we have more.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm not in my game today. One more. (laughs) Bring it on. All
1: right. Justin Herbert, he was seen lifting weights and throwing yesterday. Looks like the same old Herbert, according to media. So he should be good to go for this weekend. And then J.K. Dobbins has been a full participant at practice this week and should be good to go for Sunday as well.
0: So let's look ahead now. Let's get ready for week three matchups. It's been a tough week for me, so I'm not even sure what's going on this weekend. So this is going to be very helpful. Let's run through it.
1: All right. So first up, uh, Thursday night game, tonight's game, we have Steelers versus Browns. Um, again, I haven't, I didn't get a chance to update the lines this morning, but these are the lines from yesterday morning. I don't expect them to change very much. The Browns are currently favorites here. It's a three and a half point spread over under 40 and a half. Uh, A classic AFC North battle under the lights is what the Amazon <laughs> Prime ads I've been it's getting thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, tells me. Um, but honestly, this looks like a terrible game.
0: Yep. All this. <laughs> There's a Steelers-Browns is a classic of boredness.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, both both teams are bad. So we'll start with the Steelers. Najee, he's a start, but expect kind of running back to performance. He's been kind of a letdown this season for anyone who drafted him at his ADP, mostly because this team as a whole kind of sucks. True. Um, Deontay Johnson, again, a start considering the Browns' D has not been as good as previous years, but his value is downgraded even more with Trubisky at the center. I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe wide receiver three flex territory. We can't Uh, do much with I personally would sit Claypool and Pickens, Mm -hmm. uh I think is a sure start given his target share this season, but his performance is kind of touchdown dependent. I would say low end, tight end one, just given the nature of tight ends.
0: I mean, they got to score something,
1: no? Yeah, somebody's got to score. score. Probably Friar maybe Najee. We'll see. Uh, Browns, you're not really starting... I mean, you're not starting Brissett or any of the receiving core. Maybe Amari Cooper. He is coming off a nine-catch game with 10 targets. But if you start him, I think he's kind of in the same camp as Deontay Johnson, where he's kind of in that flex wide receiver three territory. Um, You are, of course, starting Nick Chubb. He is currently averaging more yards on his early down carries than Brissett is averaging on his early down passes. Wow. Uh, 6.3 versus 5.7, yeah. And he's actually the number two rushing leader on the season so far with 228 yards. Um, And then, of course, Kareem Hunt, he is also a startable running back, too, given the Browns game script of just running the ball um i i think i would take the browns on this one i just don't uh, believe in the steelers let's
0: just go for a tie here you know the steelers are like the Reigning raining Maybe
1: i can see that i could see a tie for sure you know what's funny <laughs> is like i was reading um some headlines where steelers fans are really upset and they were like why is trubisky playing like big ben but honestly i think big ben was better <laughs>
0: I told you, remember, I told you back in the day, yeah, Trubisky is worse than Big Ben, so I'm excited Great. to see Kenny Pickett come in <clears throat> and light up the sky for these receivers he's got, because they're good receivers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it can't get any worse, right? <laughs> All right, Bills-Dolphins. Now we have an exciting game heading into Sunday. Uh Bills are currently favored. It's a four-and-a-half-point spread over under 51. Mm. Three leading receivers will be mm. on the field in this game. We got Tyreek Hill, we got Stephon Diggs, and nice. we got Jalen Waddle. So I think this game, if it plays out the way it's supposed to, unlike last week's um, game for Chargers and Chiefs, where the defense is just kind of stuffed up the other offense, if it plays out the way it's supposed to, it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be a shootout. On the Bills' side, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are must-starts, of course. Josh Allen is currently averaging 31.58 points in fantasy per game. And Diggs is currently the leading receiver for fantasy this season so far. Um, Miami ranks near the bottom in passing yards allowed and is giving up roughly 255 yards per game, which means that this duo of Allen and Diggs is about to pop off. Nice. Um, Gabe Davis, still working back from his ankle issues, but I think if he plays, you're most likely starting him wide receiver two with a touchdown upside. Isaiah McKenzie could have some potential here, but you're really hoping for the upside of him finding the end zone. And then Singletary is a flex to me. We talked about him sitting behind Josh Allen, (laughs) technically. Yeah. in the running back depth chart, he's currently averaging uh, 4.8 yards per carry, which is promising, but I would consider him more as a running back, too. Mm-hmm. For the Dolphins, I think, I actually think that Tua can finish within the top 12 if this game becomes a shootout, as expected with this new Dolphins offense. So I think he's a streamable option for this week, um, especially if you lost Dak or you have one of those underperforming uh, quarterbacks right. out there. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, obviously both must starts given that record-breaking game last week. Gesicki, I think here is a start. He's probably, you're looking at a tight end two, but with tight end up one upside if he gets in the end zone again. Uh, Chase Edmonds and Mostert's roles have been hard to figure out. I think I would consider them both as flex options until we see more of uh, McDaniels' game plans for running backs because, you know, Chase Ed- week one it was all Chase Edmonds and then last week he disappeared completely and it was all Mostert, so you gotta kind of really monitor that running back room.
0: Yeah, just this is gonna be just all bombs. I also, I wouldn't even get excited about any of these running backs do get excited again. Like you said, of all the wide receivers in, in this game, no?
1: Yeah. I really want to mm-hmm. take the Bills for this game because Me I too. love love the Bills. We've loved the Bills for like two years. But with all those injuries, like I almost want to take the Dolphins. Oh, do it then. <laughs> sure. Alright, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Wow, yes.
0: And I'll do the Bills because I mean,
1: Um... Bengals-Jets,
0: four-and-a-half-point
1: spread over under 43. So I hope I hope Cincinnati gets us together. Like, I have so many friends from Ohio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope for your sakes that Cincinnati gets it together and for Joe Burrow's sakes, because I love Joe Burrow, but I don't know how I feel about him this season. I mean, he's posting numbers for fantasy, but there's definitely – better options out there with a higher upside the team the offense as a whole just looks really really bad um mixon is a start though with the jets just giving up 145 yards to chubb and hunt last week uh jamar chase t higgins their starts because you drafted them uh jamar chase is lining up against Jets rookie quarterback Sauce Gardner, so that could be good. It's definitely a true test for Gardner, but potential upside for Chase if this office can get their shit together. Hurts <laughs> considered a starter in the same realm as Gesicki with 15 targets to two games versus the Jets, who are currently 13th against tight ends. So I think he's you know tight end two with upside if he can get into the end zone. On the Jets side, um, Cincinnati has actually been pretty good at defending the run. So consider Brees Hall and Michael Carter flex starts with running back to upside. And then in terms of the wide receiver rooms, I don't know if you're, I don't think you're starting Joe Flacco, but instead of the, in terms of the wide receiver room, Elijah Moore, he's seeing 86% of the snap counts. Corey Davis saw 77% of the snap counts. So I'd say you can start them, um, as flex starts, Garrett Wilson, of course, the hottest waiver wire pickup of the week. Yep. Um, he's a flex start since this team is starting to use him more, um, starting to work more into the game, but he's still being used as a wide receiver three. But if you watched any of the um, the game tape or highlights from last week, he definitely passes the eye test. He's good at getting open. After the game, he said he got hundreds of messages on Sunday and he wants <laughs> to keep building on what he did in week two. He said he actually could have played better, and on multiple occasions, he feels like he could have gotten open faster. So, I think he's trending up for sure.
0: Well, you, I think you snatched him from me on one of our leagues, uh, many leagues. So, yeah, good luck uh, starting him. And what's going on with Burrow? I mean, maybe you know more. It's something about him deleting all his social media stuff, too. The guy's off, no? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening <laughs> in Cincinnati. It's not it's not looking hot. Is it? Is it the like almost Super Bowl or is it the Super Bowl hangover? I don't I know. Mean, that happens when win. you win,
0: <laughs> not when you lose. I and mean, yeah, Let's keep going. You think
1: they come back hungrier like uh, the Bills did? I
0: don't know. All you, all this Bengal thing last year was a fluke, a mirage, and we're back to Bengal standard. So, with that being said, let's just keep going. Ra- Raiders, Titans, uh, is that a good game?
1: Well, are you going to take the Bengals
0: um, or the Jets? No, I'm picking the Jets. I'm picking the Jets to own the Bengals.
1: I'll still take the Bengals.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: This is the week. This is the week. We got
0: it. We got one going on. <laughs> it right has again. to
1: be. It has to be. Uh,
0: don't. I know my Bengals.
1: <sighs> All right. Raiders, Jets. Uh, Raiders, favorite here. It's only a one-point spread over under 45.5 half sorry not jets titans i mean they're um, similar
0: titans jets i i get why yeah. you got them mixed up over
1: under 45 and a half um on the raiders side josh jacobs he's pretty much been a non-factor in the passing game but against tennessee who has given up an average of 170 yards per game you're starting him for that volume uh Devontae adams obviously a must start along with darren waller and i think that's it for the raiders for me um uh, Derek Carr I think he finishes outside the top 12 which means that there are better options for you out there unless you're playing in a two QB league um on the Titans side Derek Henry you're starting him even though he's been producing more as a running back too but you drafted him in the top you know in the first round so you gotta start him unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) um Traylon Burks, he's been worked into the game more and more. I would consider him a flex, but nothing too exciting. And then, honestly, I don't want to start anyone else on the (laughs) Titans, given their performance on Monday. Like, they just, they look so bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from this game. It's going to be boring. So, let's take... take... It's going
1: to be the Raiders, I think.
0: Yeah. I'm taking the Titans here. For some reason. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay, Saints-Panthers. Man, we have some, like, really shitty yeah, games. Well, it's
0: the third week. <laughs> you know, it's a third-week slump.
1: Um, Saints are favored here. It's a three-point spread over under 41. Um, Saints-Jameis, he's a sit. I don't know if you want to play that God. good Jameis versus bad Jameis game. I don't. I um, don't. <laughs> There's better options out there. Camara is a start. If he's active, he might be worked in since he's still dealing with that injury. So I look at him with... I would see him as a potential running back tube um, in terms of production with the running back upside because you know what he can do when he's fully healthy. Um, Ingram, if he's healthy, he, you're sitting Ingram. Michael Thomas is a start. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, I would consider them both more in the flex territories. Um, are you rolling the dice on Taysom Hill no, again? No, no,
0: no, no. Uh, I just got a standard normal tight end. He burned me last <laughs> week. Uh, I ain't falling for the trap again. Uh, no Jameis. I don't believe in the Saints uh, right now. No. Uh, no I mean,
1: yeah. Taysom Hill only saw 9% of snaps last week. I would say... No, even for that upside, it's just—it's so hard to predict what Taysom Hill is gonna do in any game script.
0: (laughs) It is the Panthers. They're not a great team. I don't know. Um,
1: Panthers. I mean, CMC, you're starting him. DJ Moore. He's not looked great, but you can start him as a flex probably along with Robbie Anderson. I mean,
0: freaking uh, Baker Mayfield has brought down these teams players production he wants to do everything himself like you said last episode he wants to play it play hero ball you know and yeah i, I don't want to mess with this team well
1: yeah i'm just, that team the panthers do not look good i really thought baker would be better than sam Darnold. apparently not so okay. i know
0: my baker may feel i was banging the table that he's gonna suck and everyone's so excited about him but he's just a glorified darnell uh Sam Darnold <laughs> at this stage.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll take the Saints on this game. Oh
0: me too, of course.
1: Cool. Uh moving into a game that I thought the spread would be bigger. Uh Ravens paying playing in New England, they are favored only in a three point spread over under forty three and a half. I'm really surprised that it's so close considering what the Patriots' offense has looked like this year. Um, hmm. But on the Ravens' side, Lamar and Mark Andrews both must-starts, of course. Rashad Bateman and DuVernay, I think they can be started They in their respective positions. Wide receiver two, flex position. Um, Isaiah Likely is an interesting one yeah. that we kind of talked touched on on Tuesday. He was used in, in the passing game last week. Um, I would consider him someone worth monitoring, but I don't know that I would start him. Uh Dobbins, if active, is a start, probably running back to flex since we know that the Ravens are pretty conservative about working players back in from injuries. And we know that Lamar has the ability to carry the ball, so it won't fall on Dobbins. Um, On the Patriots side, Baltimore is pretty good against the run, but has a weaker passing defense as we saw last week when the defense just blew up in the second half against the Dolphins. I would consider the Patriots starters to be in the second tier of their positions slash flex options. So we're talking, uh, probably not Mac Jones, but we're talking Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and of course, Jacoby Myers.
0: But like, You like to say, temper your expectations with all these Patriots, right? Yeah. Don't get excited. It's a boring team.
1: Yeah, I would take the Ravens. I don't feel like the Patriots are going to cover. Like, three-point spread is so tight.
0: (laughs) No respect for Lamar, you know, from Las Vegas. Anyways, I think, (laughs) yeah, the Ravens have historically owned the Patriots, and this is a a Walmart version of what the Patriots used to be. So, uh, yeah, go get them, Ravens.
1: Yeah. Um, Lions-Vikings. Vikings Vikings are favored here. It's a seven-point spread. Over under 53.5. Wow. Another projected shootout. Mm -hmm. We shall see. Um, The Lions, Jared Goff. You can start him. He's quarterback nine on the year to start. Isn't that wild? I'm rolling
0: with Jared Goff this week. (laughs) Everywhere.
1: Yeah, a great streaming option, especially if you look at this um, this betting spread. Like, It's supposed to be a shootout. Um, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams are both starts, of course. Amon St. Brown has really gone off this year. He's a must start, and I think Hawkinson is a start mm-hmm. in the tight end position as well. On the Vikings side, uh, Kirk Cousins should be all right on Sunday against the Lions. They are giving up the third highest amount of fantasy points to players on the opposing team. Um, I know he looked really bad (laughs) on Monday night football, but we all know how Kirk Cousins usually plays in primetime. This is not a primetime game. So expect, I guess, normal Kirk Cousins to be back. He is (laughs) honestly like, I don't know if there's um, a more mediocre quarterback than Kirk Cousins like he's either really good or he's really terrible and that lands him somewhere right in the middle always yeah
0: he's the the typical uh what's the poster boy for mediocrity uh not exciting bland vanilla I never use him I I just stay away from Kirk Cousins
1: you know what I saw a video of yeah last (laughs) night which I kind of forgot about is Kirk Cousins when they did the gender reveal for his baby and ah. he was supposed to like throw the football and like the color would come out and he like almost missed. Oh
0: my. <laughs> he almost missed it, which
1: is really funny. See, like, under he's pressure. He, funny. He can't
0: deliver under pressure.
1: <laughs> Cannot deliver under pressure. Um, Dolphin Cook, Justin Jefferson's must starts, of course. I personally, I would sit Madison and Thielen if you have better options. I would, comp- I personally, watching the game on Monday, like, They both seem like handcuffs to their starters. Of the two, Thielen has more upside since Detroit is giving up 273 yards on average to wideouts. But I would sit them both if you have better options on your team. Definitely. Um, Do you think the Vikings will take it? I want to take the Lions. Let's do the Lions Lions. now.
0: Or are we jinxing them if we take them? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> no they need the support they need that moral support let's go Lions. Yeah.
1: all right eagles commanders carson wants revenge game
0: <laughs> oh yeah i revenge.
1: know i kind of forgot about it until i finished the notes and i was revenge. like oh wait
0: <laughs> against the quarterback that took his place
1: yeah Dude, Jalen Hurts became the first person in NFL history to complete over 80% of his passes, throw over 300, and rush for multiple touchdowns in a single game this <laughs> last week. Yeah. he's actually the 10th rushing leader on two weeks with 147 yards uh, and was the quarterback three last week, only behind Lamar and Tua. So obviously you're starting him. <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's see. Miles Sanders can be started. He's already scored more touchdowns through week 2 than he did all last season. Oh, so it looks has. like Yeah, I don't even notice. Okay. Yeah, I know, it's wild. Well, that's just goes to show how terrible he was last season.
0: Zero TDs last.
1: That's why I got him in the 12th.
0: Nice pick there.
1: <laughs> uh AJ Brown got her, our starts. Um Devontae Smith, he caught all targets l- for 80 last week and does have touchdown upside against the commanders who are allowing the third most passing touchdowns on the season. So I think you can start him as well. On the commander side, Carson Wentz, he's quarterback five through two week starts. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, good streaming option for you if you need a streaming quarterback out there. Antonio Gibson, he's kind of proven himself in the last couple weeks. So you are starting him. Wide receiver room, you're starting Scary Terry and Curtis Samuel, and I would consider Dotson a flex.
0: Okay, I agree. So Carson Wentz, yeah, he, if you check your waiver wires, he's gone. Everyone surprisingly now has both Carson Wentz and Tua. Uh, there's hot yeah. names out there, so uh let's see what yeah. happens, Carson Wentz. Let's see if you can outdo
1: Jalen Hurts. And... I don't think so. I think the Eagles <laughs> take
0: those. Yeah, the Eagles, but it's gonna be fun it'll be
1: fun i think this will be a fun game to watch hopefully um this game well on paper seems more fun than it actually is but i don't think it will be fun given how the colts did last week chiefs playing indie uh chiefs are favorite six and a half point spread over under 47. Mm -hmm. um on the chiefs you have your starters of course patrick mahomes travis kelsey even clyde edwards like we talked about a couple of days ago on Tuesday's show. Juju, no, MBS, touch Hardman, touch. Moore. Like, you can flex them, but you're always just hoping for the touchdown ceiling versus the safe floor. This The floor is not safe uh, yeah, with this wide receiver.
0: I, I wouldn't even flex these guys. Just dump them.
1: Yeah, I, w- I personally wouldn't either. I think there's better options out there. <laughs> um, On the Colts side, Matt Ryan. Oh, God, man, like. No. The- that passing game was so out of sync last week. It's so weird because week one, we saw we saw Maddie Ice. We saw Maddie Ice of old when he, you know, when he had Julio, when he had Calvin Ridley. And then last week, I don't know what we saw. We didn't see anything. Um, I do think that he finishes outside the top twelve this week, which means that you are not starting him. Um Jonathan Taylor is a start. Uh Michael Pittman, if he comes back, is a start. Otherwise, Jonathan Taylor is the only one you're starting on this team. Even with the limited touches last week, he's still ranked the, as the third leading rusher on the year with two hundred fifteen yards. So that's not bad. pretty impressive. I, I yeah. Considering like he did not get any usage in last week's games, like it's a good number.
0: Okay, let's keep monitoring um, this guy's yeah. so we'll I'll take Chiefs. Now we're like taking Chiefs. This there's, uh, there's no way the Colts win.
1: Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs too. Colts defense also hasn't been that great. I don't know. I don't know what's happening in, in Indianapolis. They just—they're not looking good.
0: They're next to Ohio, it's, the, it's just it's just all this, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, oh god, Texans Bears.
0: Are we doing this game really?
1: <laughs> Bears are favored two and a half point spread over under thirty nine. I'm gonna take the under.
0: Uh, yeah. It actually
1: take the Texans
0: <laughs> for the money. All right.
1: Um, <laughs> Sounds yeah. Fair. Texans. Brandon cooks and that's it. Bears. I I hope he just dropped Justin Fields. Did you drop Justin Fields?
0: I am keeping him warm for one more game. He's on the bench. I benched him for Jared Goff all throughout. So we'll see. I'll keep monitoring yeah. this guy. Maybe he. Maybe if he can't do anything against the Texans, yeah, he's he's gone.
1: Dude, the Bears have only passed... 15, they only have 15 completed passes in two weeks.
0: <laughs> so sit all your Bears, not except...
1: Yeah, except for David Montgomery. That's the only person that you can start. So on this is the worst game, I think, of the week for sure. On each team, there's one person you can start.
0: Okay, and that's all we'll say. Let's keep going to...
1: All right, moving into the afternoon slates. Also, we have a lot of morning games. The schedule is kind of weird the next couple weeks. Um, The Jaguars playing the Chargers. Chargers are favored here. It's a seven-point spread over under 48. On the Jaguars side, um, Trevor Lawrence looked really good last week, but you're not starting him against the Chargers. James Robinson, um, Travis Etienne are both starts, of course. Christian Kirk considered a start he's actually the wide receiver wide receiver seven in terms of fantasy and ingram i think is a start against the chargers defense they've allowed the fifth most yards to the tight end position so far this year so he's a he's a good play for this game Hmm. in chargers justin herbert like i said on tuesday he he is him you're starting herbert even with the rib injury He seems to be okay like this guy what a stud Austin Eckler, he is a start, even though he's currently outside of the top 12 rushers. You know what's crazy is like I think looking at the top 12 rushers on the season so far, I wanna say there's like three guys drafted in the first. None that have that are currently in the top twelve. The the top twelve rushing Leaders through week two right now is Saquon. So mm-hmm. he was probably drafted late in the first, maybe early second. Mostly we second. Yeah. Chubb Chub, number two. He's kind of in that same round. He
0: was John drafted Taylor late.
1: is the only one drafted in the top five. Wow. Um, then we have Swift and Fournette, who are probably both drafted later in your first round. Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, who was like probably undrafted in some leagues. Um, yeah. Cordero Patterson, David Montgomery, <laughs> Jalen Hurts is number ten. Like wow. I said, Mixon is number eleven, which he was going like in the mid first rounds, uh, mid to late first rounds, and then Lamar Jackson is number twelve. We have two quarterbacks who are leading the rush uh, so far uh, in the season.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I should have known. I should have gone zero RB. All right.
1: <laughs> apparently, yeah. Apparently, this was the year to give zero RBs. Not look. Not 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 a good look for. My, my team name that has been my team name for the last like ten years.
0: <laughs> you're cool. I love WRs.
1: I know I gotta gotta think of a new catchy team name now. I don't know if I should still be thinking Arby's. <laughs> um. Anyways, back on the Chargers, uh, Mike Williams is a start, of course. Keenan Allen, if he, he's back, you're starting him. Joshua Palmer, as we saw last week, with Keenan Allen out, he is a flex. Um, Gerald Everett, I think he has a higher upside with Keenan Allen out, but I think you can still probably start him. Okay,
0: sounds good.
1: And and I think the Chargers take this easily.
0: I'm just curious to see the Jaguars' defense, if they're real, or it's just the Colts suck that bad. So, But yeah, I'm taking the Chargers.
1: (laughs) Cool. Let's move on to another projected high-scoring game, Rams playing the Cardinals, mm. Rams are currently favored. It's a four-point spread over under 50 and a half. Um, Matthew Stafford is a start, of course. Cooper Cup is a must start. Um, I would consider Allen Robinson and Higby both kind of in that flex territories. Now, the Rams running back situation. So what we saw last week, Rams were trying to get Akers more reps against an easier run D, obviously, to kind of work him back in and get him back on track. Um, but Daryl Henderson still took all the important snaps and carries, including dirt downs and red zone usage and if you actually go if you look closely at the game tape, henderson actually rolled his ankle pretty early you can see that it's pretty well taped up but he was still somehow more explosive than acres and was still getting better yards per carry so i roll with henderson still on this one okay. and that's not my cam Akers bias but no. that's just it's just facts you can see it you can see it in the numbers you can see it on the field <sighs> um on the cardinals side uh kyler murray on madden mode is a must start oh yeah james conner um you know like i said he's trending in the right direction but i'd still kind of avoid him if he plays and now if he doesn't play, we've talked about this a little bit on Tuesday's episode. Daryl Williams and Eno you know, Benjamin. Yeah. They're gonna split the usage based on, you know. I think Williams passes the eye test a little bit more based on Sunday's game. Um I think he will get the more usage and is the better pickup. And then Hollywood, he is a start, and then so is Zach Ertz.
0: Okay. Interesting game. Uh, I mean uh, Rams, no? Let's do Rams. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I'd say Rams.
0: Uh, it's going to be a fun mode a fun game if you say like Kyler did his homework and just does his Madden mode stuff. If he <laughs> follows the coach's instructions, then he's doomed.
1: Yeah. No, for sure, cuz Sean McVay is a better coach oh, yeah. in this situation hands, hands down.
0: <laughs> so, that's that for that game. Let's keep going. All right.
1: Uh, I don't like this game either. It's Packers playing in Tampa Bay. Why
0: don't you like it? This is Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, but they both—they have not looked good.
0: They're both doing personal issues, you know. They're.
1: <laughs> well, the Buccaneers are still favored here. It's a three-point spread, over under forty-four um, on the. Packer side Rodgers, I think he's gonna give you quarterback two numbers again. So you know, somewhere fifteen, sixteen points. What was it last week? I think it was. I really can't remember. Um, you can start Aaron Jones. You can start AJ Dillon. You can start Alan Lazard. Uh, Robert Tunyon hasn't really been super productive. I would sit him. And on the Buccaneers side, I think Brady also finds himself outside of the the quarterback one. Range again with all the injuries on this team. Um, Fournette, you are starting him. He says that touchdowns are coming, so you can hope for that.
0: Bring them, who, bring that? them
1: on. <laughs> Wait, what?
0: Bring them on, for net four.
1: Yeah, four give touchdowns. me the touchdowns. Yeah. I need it. Uh, Julio, if he's active, he can be considered a flex. Same with Godwin, if he's active, because like, who the hell else? Is Brady going to throw know. the
0: ball to you? Russell Gage? Yeah, but I'm not starting no wide receivers here.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think this is going to be a good game.
0: It's enough, not for fantasy, but for, you know, spectators that love football. We'll see. Yeah. But I will fantasy.
1: take... The
0: Buccaneers. They own the Packers historically.
1: I would take the Packers. Oh,
0: nice. Got a face off here.
1: All right, Falcons, Seahawks, Seahawks favorite here. It's a two-point spread over under 42. So on the Falcons' side, Mariota considered a good streaming option because he's got good scrambling ability, and he hasn't been doing that bad. No, no, no. Cordero Patterson is a start, with Seattle giving up 146 yards per game to the run, and the Falcons really not having anyone else to run the ball. Drake London, he's a start. Mm -hmm. And as much as you probably hate it, you're starting Kyle Pitts oh, and just hope God. that Arthur Smith starts trying to win games out there.
0: I need Kyle Pitts. I have so much of him everywhere, and he's killing me. So, and Mariota is a great. I just wanted to say he's like what Baker Mayfield wants to be. He wants to be like Mariota. Yeah. No. Yeah. But Mariota. I
1: would say so. Yeah. For <laughs> sure.
0: So Baker Mayfield is a poor man's Mariota.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh what is uh,
0: Mitch Trubisky then? Mitch is a poor man's Big Ben. Man. So uh
1: I wouldn't even say that. Like I feel like he's so much worse than Big Ben.
0: Wow. I mean just yeah. Anyways. Falcon Seahawks, I didn't notice this as well. It's two birds, similarish Two equally birds. birds, like hawk falcon, I can't tell the difference. Uh Cool. Yeah. I can't tell the difference between these two teams, too.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not that both offenses aren't great. Um, On the Seahawks' side, Rashad Penny considered <laughs> a flex in this game script. That should give him double-digit touches. Receivers, either Lockett or Metcalf, you flex them, and you hope that whatever beef Metcalf started with Geno Smith last week got worked <laughs> out this week. I just... Not a fun game to watch. Like I said, a lot of bad games this week. Yeah.
0: And what about Sunday night? Is that a good one or a bad one?
1: Well, which bird do you think is going to win out? Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. Uh, 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 this is hard. Uh, let's take the Falcons. Yeah,
1: I want to take the Falcons, too. Okay.
0: I like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's their time. <laughs>
1: Maybe, hopefully, maybe they'll actually use um, Kyle Pitts, and then they'll they'll take the W. Let's go
0: for that. Come on, Falcons. Well, it will take <laughs> us into Sunday night. Your 49ers against uh, Christina Hydecock's Broncos.
1: Yeah, kind of interesting. Um the spread yesterday, it's actually a pick'em, so they're what? expecting it to go either way over That's under forty three. I'm kinda of surprised that it's a pick'em considering how terrible the Broncos have been playing. Oh,
0: interesting. Let's see why. What's going on here?
1: Who knows? Um, but 49ers, Jeff Wilson, he is a start here. He's a running back to Flex. Debo is a start, of course. And then George Kittle, if active, he You can start him. Brandon Ayuk, I think, is a lot more startable if Kittle is out. Um, I would consider him more Mm -hmm. as a flex with potential upside. I don't think you're starting Jimmy G. I feel like a lot of people pick him up off of waivers. Um, I don't think you're starting him.
0: No, of course not. Who, who in their same mind? It's Jimmy G, we already know him. He'll get you a few, he'll get you the win somehow. But
1: I don't know, but if you read a lot of expert articles this past week, like he was up there in terms of streaming QBs on the uh, league, and I was kind of surprised. I'm like, that guy, like,
0: I don't, Jim, I mean, Jimmy
1: you. was good. Jimmy is good for the team yeah. because of his leadership, but like this guy's never going to throw 300 yards, and he can't run, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't get me started on all these fantasy experts. Uh, I hate them.
1: <laughs> um, Broncos, I'm also not starting Russ, if you can help it. Like, what is no, no. what is Russ cooking?
0: Uh, well, there's this video where they put him, like, just chopping some uh, cucumbers and barely doing it. So that's what he's doing, just chopping some boring cucumbers <laughs> and trying not to get caught. And I think that was Kim Kardashian doing that, so that, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I, yeah, I don't know what he's cooking. It smells <laughs> like that NyQuil chicken trend that's going oh around. Oh,
0: my God. Yes. <laughs> that's what he's cooking. That's what, that's what he's cooking. Oh, my.
1: Um, Javante Williams, he is a star on this. Uh, he's the star of this offense. He's yeah. the star of a very bad team. Um, I think running back two against the 49ers defense, which is pretty good against the run, Portland Sutton, you are starting him, Judy. If he plays, you are flexing him, probably.
0: The Forty Nineers' defense is vicious, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, there. I don't think both of them are probably in that wide receiver three, like flex room with potential upside. Um, but yeah, they don't. Not not great options.
0: Uh, I don't want to jinx them, but let's just do 49ers
1: all right <laughs> all right monday night football also a lame game um, oh my cowboys gosh are we is, is
0: this monday I, night football i didn't even oh god
1: dude all up i mean obviously 49ers broncos like i consider that a good game because uh, it's a 49er game but this week's prime time
0: are you like, kidding me i so did not even skinny. know this this is just surprising this is breaking news i mean i was like what the cowboys <laughs> the giants
1: the, the spread, it's a three point spread favoring the Giants, and it's over under 39.5. Who wants to watch a game where the total score will not exceed 39 points?
0: I mean, yeah, Thursday night. No, oh no, Thursday night sucks too. Uh, let's just wrap this <laughs> up, please.
1: All right, Cowboys, uh, Zeke, Tony Pollard, I guess their starts. Um, Zeke, obviously more upside. Pollard more as a flex option. CeeDee Lamb a flex option. Dalton Schultz, if he plays, he can be started, but probably more tight end two with that upside if he gets in the end zone. Giants, again, for this team, the only person you're starting with confidence is Saquon. He's currently the top rushing leader through week two with 236 yards. Uh, Sterling Shepard, worthy of a flex um, mostly because of his usage he played 80 percent of snap counts last week is really only limited by who his quarterback is and now this is not super fantasy relevant but you know there's actually drama brewing in the Giants locker room oh, yeah, I don't know Galladay, if you've heard yeah. but uh <laughs> Kenny Galladay you remember him yeah, yeah, yeah former wide receiver one for the lions and super fantasy relevant when Stafford was throwing to him um <laughs> Galladay has come out to say that he's very frustrated <laughs> and confused over his lacking role and won't rule out a potential trade request and now Dabo has come out and said that he told Galladay midway through last week that he was going to go with David Sills over him against the Panthers. Wow! So I don't feel like this might get ugly. That's the <laughs> only worthy
0: thing looking at. It. I remember their other players, Tooney. Uh, this guy was so overhyped by all these so-called fantasy experts before the season started. He's not even relevant. He's not even here. I don't even know where he is.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a poop show. Except for Saquon, that's the only one. Um, that's the only reason I'm watching this game. I have tons of Saquon all over.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I think Galladay, like this might be the biggest free Asian bust. They paid him so much money. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but, I mean, it's Danny Dimes. He, maybe he's the poor man's Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I don't even know. It's it's uh, sad. Just, just get it over with, Giants, please. And just like that, since this is a rapid and raw episode, I gotta jump back into real available work. Uh, We're keeping this outro short, so just like Mike Evans' showdowns with the Saints every year, you know, he's suspended. We are out like him this week. See you all.